yeah, that that's it. You know, you can transition back and forth. You know, you don't have to be this hardcore 24-7 firefighter, balls to the wall, you know, acronymed out, uh, T-shirt wearing, whatever you want to call it, all the time. You know what I mean? Right. Like, when it comes to that mindset, people feel like, well, if I'm like this, I'm going to be as amazing as <laughs> this guy. Three twenty two. Imagine if every moment of every day was unscheduled, unknown, and uncertain. Where you had to choose between your life and the life of another. Where you were deployed somewhere in the world to face an unknown threat and an unseen enemy. This is the podcast designed to serve those who serve us. So join me as we unpack and uncover why we do what we do when we do it from life's most extreme moments. I'm your host, Jeff Fanman, and this is Mindset Radio. All right, we are back this Wednesday with Pip. It is uh, continuing into some good conversation. Uh, If you didn't check out Monday's episode, make sure you go back, download it. You know, I think it's relevant because we hit some topics that we've talked about in the past, one particularly with Mike Hazel. And I think, you know, Pip, we were talking about the fire that you ran like right around the corner from the firehouse, literally walk out and be like, oh, okay, holy shit, that building's on fire. Maybe we need to go to our job now. Uh, (laughs) There wasn't even time to think about that. Right. There wasn't even time to think that. It's like, oh, it's on fire. Yeah. I mean, years ago. Dude, years ago, we had people like pull up on the front ramp. We were all in the building. It was cold outside, freezing. Pulled up on the front ramp. Somebody was like, the bank's on fire. And the bank's like, you know, 150 feet from the firehouse. It's like literally on the corner. And uh, I remember like we kind of all looked at him. We did the dog head thing like, you know, and and walked out. And as you're walking out the bay, you can kind of see the smoke going and you walk around the corner and sure as shit. You know, front of the bank's on fire and it's like, oh, OK, let's go do our job. Yep. Uh, That's but, how it works, man. You know, Some days. It, it is how it works. And I think it's relevant back to I had Mike Hazel uh, on a few weeks ago. Good friend of mine, former Olympian athlete, Air Force Special Operations Combat Controller, totally crazy like you, uh, fully committed to everything in his life and just does things to the umpteenth extreme. Uh, and we were talking about, you know, like going to the Olympics, preparing for four years for 18 seconds. And, you know, he talked to the, you know, the world champion, the gold medals, the, the top dude at one point. And he, it was funny. He talked about, it. he's like, you know, I stand there talking to him and he's smoking a cigarette and he's, <laughs> and he's like, and he says, what, what is it, man? How do I do this? You know, we're, we're busting our butt to, to throw a freaking javelin and, and 18 seconds we're done. And he said, man, he said, you got to realize that when you get to that day, all you need to be able to do is push print. You know, all the training's done. There's nothing you can do. Whatever you wake up with that morning, you've got. That's and it. you got to be able to push automatic. print and go with it at 100%. And I like fires like that because, or incidents like that, because I feel like they are core reminders that if you couldn't just push print, you need to go back and do some work. And that, again, is relative to mindset. That's a relative to self-awareness and the understanding of things and the willingness to be better tomorrow, right? Than you were today. And that's some of your message. So, yeah, I just wanted to really kind of tie back in Monday because I thought it was a pretty, when you were telling the story about it, that's what I was sitting there thinking. I'm like, yep, 
You know, if you don't, you don't have that capacity to just be like, all right, what do we need to do? How are we going to do it? You know, got to get back to the, got to get back to work. And that's it. And, and you're out there. And uh, I mentioned too, that, that, that fire in particular, you know, my, my deputy had two, that was his third to last shift. Right. And so like, mm-hmm. we're, I'm in the rear and the rear is rocking. We got a, a two inch line going on it. They're bringing back a second one. And the, the truck guys are opening up because it's a boarded up building. And I don't remember which one it was, but like the chainsaw's running. They just removed a board. He turns around and he looks at me and he's like, and they, they call my chief Lumpy was one of his nicknames throughout the years. And they're like, Lumpy wishes he retired two shifts ago. What do you think? And I'm like, I think he's going to give you the radio in a couple seconds and tell you to run the rest of this fire and do the report. Yeah. And, you know, it's one of those things where like all this chaos is going around the round, going on around us. And we're doing our jobs, we're doing it, but because we're in that moment and we just press mm-hmm. print and everybody's doing their job, you can even think to take that moment to, to I don't want to say joke, but, you know, go back into oh, another dude, moment, right? You can like, say, yeah, you can say joke or laugh or like say something at 100%. Believe me, right? that's like, it's that, that a moment. huge piece of it. Yeah, that that's it. You know, you can transition back and forth. You know, you don't have to be this hardcore 24 seven firefighter falls to the wall, you know, acronymed out yeah, t-shirt wearing whatever you want to call it all the time. You know what I mean? Right. Like, when it comes to that mindset, people feel like, well, if I'm like this, I'm going to be as amazing as <laughs> this guy was. Right. Like, yeah. If I'm all this all the time and I'm this and I wear this shirt and act like this, then I have the right mindset. I have a, I have a salty mustache one month out of yeah. the year. That's it. One month. Right. My wife hates me for it. And I love it. Exactly. It doesn't make me a better firefighter. It makes for a great joke though. <laughs> exactly. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, if there's anything I've learned uh, over time, it is part of this whole package because, again, mindset, you know, it's this package. It's several things. And part of it is the ability to lighten the fuck up <laughs> and to enjoy what we're doing and have fun with it, know when we need to be serious. And, you know, it's like you've been with your crew for a long time, you said. And I know when you develop that crew and that team and those those people like if you're if you have the collective function of each other, the collective mindset, the the understanding, you know when it's on. Like you don't yeah. have to go. All right, tighten it up. Come on, guys. You know, no, everybody falls in line when that's time. And you you know you've done something well as a leader there, um, and you also know when you can kind of screw off a little bit, and so you're able to transition and ebb and flow. Yeah, I think that's what people miss. It's not this. There's not a way to it. Like there's not, there's not a place that like says you have to be this overrun, crazy freaking individual who's like, you know, I know you're not constantly working out. I've watched you eat a cheeseburger and fries before. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> but that's, Easily. that's something, but there, there's a, there's a, another, you know, that was a great uh, segue or transition into it too, where people, you know, I'm this fitness guy, right? So I am. Like, I, I like fitness a lot. I do a lot within the fitness world and, and business and community. And people are like, you know, uh, I don't want to work out with you. You're like hardcore. And I'm like, no, I, I suck just as much as everybody else. Like, I'm not this amazing athlete. I'm out there riding the struggle bus, you know, in every workout <laughs> I do, I'm, I'm struggling. I'm struggling as much as the person next to me. And if I'm not, 
it's really because I didn't challenge myself is the way I look at that. You know, mm. that's the mindset that you asked me about um, on Monday about that like yeah. commitment to it all. You know, I don't want to make it super hard so that I can't finish it. Right. But I also yep. don't want to make it super easy so that I finish it and I'm like, yeah, bro, chug a protein shake. Look at me. Strongest five foot two firefighter in America right now. <laughs> like, like we're, and even with, with, with me too, you hear people like, like I just, uh, um, when I was out at brute force HQ, I did a workout for a, uh, fallen, uh, Colorado state trooper. He had just gotten killed the week before I was out there and, uh, uh he was hit, uh, he was hit while I think I assisting a motorist. Um, and the workout was two movements, back squats and deadlifts. Um, mm -hmm. and it was high, high reps. And I honestly can't remember exactly what it was now, the rep wise, but anyway, the weight was 135. And I did the workout and I think I had like one round left. And one of my buddies, who's a coach at, at the gym out there came over and he's like, how's it going? And I'm like, this is totally horrible, man. There's just, there's so much volume here. And he looked at me and he's like, bro, what is that? Like your body weight? And I'm like, actually today it's three pounds above my body weight. I weighed in at 132 this morning oh, and he God, just started man. laughing. Right. But, but it, it's that commitment to just grinding it out because I want to be better than yesterday. You yeah. know, like, I, I, and I think if we, we all get on that end of, the fitness spectrum, especially for emergency services providers, because we really do never know what we're going to do. So mm -hmm. I use workouts like that to test me so that when the day comes where I got to pull a two inch down a alley with a building on fire next to it, or we got to pick up the three inch blitz line and move it. I know 30 minutes into the incident, I can do it. I'm not going to be happy about it at all. And it's going to hurt like a mother, but I can do it. Um, as opposed to when you look at some other folks out there who aren't even through a bottle and they're laid out on the front lawn and they're like, well, I don't know what happened. It must have been something I ate. I'm like, it's not something you ate. Like, well, let's, let's move on from those excuses. Yeah, it's the last it's the last 20 years of not taking care of yourself <laughs> and being prepared. I, hey, listen, and I'm, I'll call it out because I've been that guy. I've not been a fitness guy. It has probably been the one thing that has kicked my ass my entire life. It is one thing that has held me back. I, you know, I grew up in the fire service at times when, you know, we ate donuts and smoked cigarettes. Um, and that was, we just don't smoke do. cigarettes anymore. We yeah. I, yeah. But I mean, that's <laughs> honestly, dude, I, I will call, I happily call myself out. I was overweight, not fully physically there. And, and I would push myself, but I'd be done by the end of it. Like I would go after it, but I would be so exhausted. And if I, I know, I know looking back, if I had continued, if I didn't make the choice to leave the fire service and go in the military, I'd be 320 today. I'd be that guy that everybody talks about and everybody's worried about and hope to God they don't have, I don't go down there, have a heart attack in the building because they're not going to be able to pull me out. Like I know I would have probably been that guy, no doubt about it. Because there was nothing there to push you, right? Where like you went in the military and, you know, I, I was not in the military. Right. Yeah, right. But that's it. Like I look back at my life now and I'm like, man, when I was that 18 year old, I don't want to say like hothead, but stupid idiot is the easiest way I can explain my 18 year old yeah. self at this point. Like 
you know, I think the military and that push would have probably given me the structure that I was able to find through the fire service, but not in the beginnings of my fire service career at all, like way mm -hmm. later in life, you know, it would have given me those things to, to not be that guy either. Um, right. Cause it's very easy when you don't have that and you don't have it continually, you know, in, in the military, uh, after boot camp. Uh, things change, let's just say, is an easy way to put it, right? Well, you know, um, yeah, they do, they do in a way, and it's being in some structure and being in, see, I didn't grow up in a place where we learned to eat well or, you know, food just did, was not developed in a way of healthy habits. Like not even yep. on the verge of healthy, like healthy was, you know, not even in my neighborhood. <laughs> you know what I mean? And no, I grew up eating chicken. Mc, we're around the same age. Like chicken McNuggets every meal. Ask anybody in my family. Yeah, you know totally. I mean? like, so, so where did it change for you? How did where did you go from? You know, I mean, I can remember a long time ago when the girls were growing up. Uh, them getting carrot sticks as a snack. And I like had a moment of realization going. I would have never thought carrot sticks would be a snack. Like a snack is potato chips. Yeah. You know? I mean, <laughs> yeah. and that yeah. was like a legitimate conversation going on in my head. So how do I, how do I make this transition? How have you made the transition to things? Cause if we don't, I, I, at times I get frustrated. I'm like, I didn't, I got robbed. You know, I don't. <laughs> you should never have been robbed, man. You could always get robbed. It back. Don't, don't ever think of that one, but the, the transition for me and you know, now we're, we're getting, I, I don't know, we're on all these 8 million topics and, and the nutrition Dude, just go. end of it. No, 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 yeah. but no. But the, the nutrition end of it is a huge part, you know, and, and I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not someone who ever struggled with weight. You know, I'm kind of that fast metabolism type guy um, that, it, that is just me. But I right. also eat clean. You know, I feel like if I didn't eat clean and I didn't have carrots as a snack or grapes you know, like last night I was watching Stranger Things and eating some potato chips because I wanted to have yeah. potato chips. But yeah. what it comes down to is you can eat the bad things as long as you're eating more of the good things, you know. And when we look at emergency services employees, they're not taught that. That's not something that is explained to them. That's not something that's given to them. You know, it, it, there's such a loss on our education and in places where we can make our services better. You know, and a really simple, like flat out blatant one is in the EMS service. You know, for most EMT and paramedic programs, the lifting and moving section of patients is maybe a three hour lecture. Uh, sometimes it's only a 90 minute lecture. Is it how to keep the mic and call for an engine? Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. And there's like four pictures of people lifting people in the book. But when you think about that EMS job, lifting and moving is like 75% of what I've done working on an ambulance, yeah. you know, carrying people. And then it gets even better that like when it's like you, when I went and worked, you know, from when I went from the volunteer service to the career service, it was like, oh, they walk everybody there. They're so evil. And I'm like, evil. I was like, it's so much easier just to be like, hey, your arm hurts. Why don't you yeah. get up and walk to my hand? Get up and walk. Totally. <laughs> Instead 100%. of me carrying you down the stairs in ways that that was a big thing for me. You know, when you kind of ask like the aha moment, yep. um, there's a huge aha moment I talk about while I, I was testing to become a firefighter that, that got me way more committed to fitness. But one of the ones early on was like, holy shit, these people in EMS are heavy and I got to carry them down the stairs. So I better be mm. really strong to do that. Um, 
And I've been fortunate that I've only had some like very minor injuries, let's say from lifting and moving like strains and sprains. Um, but that's going to happen, you know, and I think a lot of that goes back to that physical fitness training of getting me into the mindset of always using proper form. Um, so when you look at it again, it rotates back to mindset, you know, to being automatic. Cause trust me at, at, at 3 a.m., if I got to pick up the, the hydraulic spreaders, am I plopping down into a perfect squat and grabbing them? Probably not. I'm bending over. I'm using my back because it's 3 a.m. I'm barely awake and, yeah, you know, I'm doing well, what I you know, do. And you don't know that. I mean, you don't know that 100% because if you're training, if you're doing the, if you're, if you're in formate, your body will do what it's trained to do. That's true. Very much You know so. what I mean? That's, that's what I, and, and that, and that goes for, for thought that goes for action that goes for everything. And I, I think that's the curious thing. It's like your body will do what it's trained to do. And I do think, you know, you and I talked about this when we were in Denver talking to everybody, it's like, there's one, there is a, you have a responsibility when you decide to make the commitment to be a fireman, be a cop, serve in the military, be a, you know, EMS person, be an emergency manager, be in this world where shit's going to go wrong, right? Where there will be chaos and you will have expectations of performance out there. One, you got to have the realization that the people around you and the people out there expect you to solve the problem. And so, you know, I, I kind of learned over time to start asking myself, can I solve this problem? Like, and be honest with myself. And when, if the answer was no, you know, could I, go to the fifth floor carrying the freaking high rise pack in this period in time. No, cause I'm fat and out of shape. Okay, cool. Then what are we going to do about that? Uh, I think in, when you start to begin to go down that road, that again, starts to trigger these, these mechanisms that help build that commitment for you and get you, get you where you need to be. I mean, I don't, I didn't have the intention of having this be a fitness conversation because it's not, <laughs> it's, it, it's not. You know, it is like you just said, a mindset conversation. It is. It's that mental preparation for what you need to do. And, and you just hit uh, someone that we barely ever talk to. And you talk about like the emergency managers or the, the uh, those types of positions. You know, I, I look at a lot of the people that do that and I'm like, are, are you going to be able to be awake at three o'clock in the morning when the emergency happens? Because you're falling asleep in this meeting we're at at 11 o'clock in the afternoon. Right. Because your body's so deconditioned, you've been up for four hours and can't make it. Are you going to be able to make that decision, you know, when the big train wreck happens and I need the emergency management coordinator to be on their A game at 2 a.m.? Because we're all in the weeds dragging people to different places. And you look at somebody like that and you're like, man, you got to take care of yourself. Because the day it happens, you know, adrenaline works. I'm a big, big fan. Oh, of yeah. Three, two, no, one, absolutely. Three, two, you one, can, go. Or you do a lot. The tones drop. Yep. Yeah. It's the after effect. And when that mm-hmm. little bit of a spike, that spike runs away, how do you get it back? And a cup of coffee or a monster drink just does not do it for anybody. I mean, it makes you feel good inside, but it does not get you back to where you were in the beginning. Yeah. Um, and then when you were talking about yourself in the fire service, you know, it's the way after effect. Oh, oh God, dude. dude. After a fire, I hurt like yeah. <laughs> nothing. We had a fire not too long ago at like 
I don't know, let's say nine in the morning, like right at the beginning of the shift, you know, decent job, you know, regular type fire. And at one in the afternoon, I was like curled up on the couch, almost like shaking. And I'm like, I'm so sore right now. Like it just hurts <laughs> from what we did this morning. And like, of course, the guys who are in the same pain as me are like, oh, Mr. Five, five, five fitness guy, look at him. And I'm like, man, you are all in the same pain as me. I just have the, I'm the only person that's going to admit it right now. Right. I'm just the one willing like, to say it right this second. Like, so. I'm, I'm willing to act like a small child right now. And be like, I want my mom because my back hurts from that <laughs> stupid back hitting me and dragging that hose. Like, I don't know. It just doesn't feel right today. It wasn't, I wasn't ready at 9 a.m. Like, but when, when I think about that and then I look at someone who, who's decommissioned or whose mindset, you know, can't get themselves into that. I'm like, what's going on with that person? Like, let me help you. Let me, you are the person that I'm doing this for. Just let me make you realize just how much better you can be. And it's not going to happen tomorrow. And it's not going to happen next week. You know, it, it's a process. And it's a lifestyle that you have to get into. Um, and with the mindset thing, you know, I recently, and by recently, I mean a year ago, moved 30 minutes away from where I work. Mm -hmm. um, so I used to have a, a, a five minute commute turned into a 30 minute commute. And I think within a month, maybe, maybe two tops. And my wife is the same way. She commutes 30 minutes. You know, she's a, a physician assistant. Um, but that commute, that like decompression time, whether it's listening to a podcast, talking to you on the phone right. or, you know, just rocking out to whatever music I want to rock out to on, on my way in and on my way home. That is a huge mindset. Like it's not meditation, but it is, you no, know, it, it is, it's, it's a putting good way yourself put in the conditions, man. Yeah. It, because here's the thing. It's yeah. a massive transition point. And again, we've talked about this so many times on this show. Guys miss the opportunity to transition so often. That 30 minutes is so valuable, whether you're going or coming, right? It doesn't matter. Going to work, cool. It gives you the opportunity to prepare yourself for the day. Coming home, it gives you the opportunity to prepare yourself to be home. Like, you know, use that time. And I don't care if that's windows down and freaking Bob Singer on the radio and just freedom, right? I mean. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's America. Yeah, it's America. I mean, I don't, I don't care what it that's is. That's it. As long as you, as long as it's intentional and deliberate and you are aware to the fact that you are transitioning from one moment to the next, and that is going to put you in the condition you want to be in when you walk into the firehouse or walk into the squad room or walk into the team room or walk in the door coming home. You know what I mean? That's, that's the rule. Freaking, you just be intentional about it. I don't care what it looks like as long as it serves you. I think that's yeah. it. I mean, that's, that's my world. Like as long as you're, you know, I'm sure for your world, it's like, as long as you're working out, we're going for a walk. Like I, you said something the other day about just walking for, you know, yeah, 30 minutes a <laughs> day or a something. Walk. Yeah. Go for, go for a freaking walk. Just, just, you know, take your radio, go walk around the block of the firehouse 25 times. I don't know. Go do something. Uh, anything. I, do anything. Even if it's wrong, great fire department quote right there. Right. Do something. Even if it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, but no, and, and then it's, it's, I could even take it one, fest, one step further because I'm on one of my summer vacations right now. Um, like from work, uh, we, we pick our vacation a year in advance. Um, so when I walked out the door after my last shift, you know, I, I had a different guy or I had a good relief that day because you know how reliefs work in the firehouse. Oh, yeah. Um, so I was out earlier than I normally am. And 
as I was walking out, I'm like, see you guys in two weeks. And I'm going away on Friday uh, with just my wife and I. The kids are going to be with, with uh, their uncle and aunt. And it was like a different feeling walking out that door. And like, like you're saying, it wasn't Bob Seger. I think, I think I had on Motley Crue on my way home. But the windows were down. And I was totally like already pushing the stresses out of my head, mm-hmm. even though I'm, I'm not I'm on this podcast with you today. I've been working brute force work and everything like that. Sure. But it's the ability to transition out of that role that only makes you better at it. You know, I'm going to think about the guys. They work uh, whatever day they work this week. All right. What, uh, Thursday. You know what I mean? In the week that we're in now. But um, like, I'm going to think about them that day. You know, and if anything happens, I'm going to find out about it, but I'm not there. You right. know, those guys got it. It's their turn to do the work because Lieutenant Pip is on vacation. Yeah. You know, you have so many people who feel like, you know, if they, when they walk out the doors, the whole fire department cr- collapses. They don't go on calls without them or like whatever you want to say. You know? oh, dude, I, I and, for years believed, I believed if, that if I left the fire service, like the whole department would fall apart. I mean, I had to, you know. <laughs> I, I, dude, I think, I think that's a huge issue with the volunteer yeah. fire service. Absolutely. Like how you were, I remember being like newly hired. So transitioning from a volunteer department to a career department yep. and, you know, talking to some of the guys that I was still friendly with in the volunteer department. And they were like, you know, like, what, what's it like, you know? And I'm like, it's pretty cool because you know who's working that day. You know where everybody is. You know what your second due engine is coming with. Right. You know, and that they're going to be there and you know when you're on. Now, I didn't realize it, what I was saying at the time, but I, I distinctly remember this conversation, you know, saying like in the volunteer service, you're always on, you know, like mm-hmm. if I was a volunteer right now and my pager went off, I'd be like, peace out, Jeff. I got to go to a fire. Yeah. I'm not ready for a fire because I'm talking to you. <laughs> right. Like, don't know who's who's coming with me that uh, to this fire where yeah. the next new engine is. You know, and in some cases, you don't even know where you're going because you're not driving around your neighborhood. You know what I mean? Like all the time or, or whatever it is. You know? Yeah, you have another um, job and another role to do. So you're not 100 percent attention there. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And, and that is a huge, a huge just just whole other concept of it. But being able to kind of detach. And for me, I think with with my personality and my. Uh, I don't know. I believe you described it as like craziness before, whatever you want to call no, it. There. I, yeah, I but, jokingly. You know but yeah, what I mean? But no. my, yeah, 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 my do everything. Like I, I, I do. I, I transition from one high stress environment to another, but that's where I do the best work. Like I don't want to have this like, uh, you know, cookie cutter job. Like I, I want it all to be coming at me at once. And then I could be like, I'll figure this out right now. Give me 10 minutes. We can make this work. Um, and, and that's the mentality we have. And I think a lot of guys lose that. You know what I mean? They, they don't really look at it that way. Yeah. I mean, and I want to I want to kick into something here because, again, underpinning this, I mean, this is where this is where I geek out. Right. It's like what what's underneath a lot of that? And I think one of the things that we don't do very well, I didn't do very well for a very long time until I got kicked in the balls enough to realize it. Uh, which was like yesterday, uh, but <laughs> are you not using your sandbag again, dude? I, oh no, I no 100%. I'm just talking about, I'm talking about in general, but I think the thing is like, we have to learn and it's probably the hardest thing we will ever do 
harder than any workout we ever do, harder than any fire we ever fight, anything we ever do in our lives. We got to learn to be honest with ourselves. Like to be 100% (laughs) straight and honest with ourselves. And I think across the services, like that is the opposite of how we, how our culture exists, how we communicate with each other. Like it's all about the appearance and do I look like I'm doing, like I know what I'm doing. Am I, you know, there's so much judgment existing, like oozing in the environments that it doesn't give us the word, the ability to be straight with ourselves. I agree. I, I mean, I, I, it's the truth, you know, it's a, it's the, the judgment zone or whatever you want to call it for yeah. no reason whatsoever is, is totally there. Yeah. Um, and, and it, it sucks because I think we miss out on a lot of superstars with that. Yeah. You know, on a, a lot of people that would really shine if it wasn't for like, just be honest with yourself. Mm. You know, like you don't have to be perfect at every little thing. You know, you don't have to be, everybody doesn't have to drive because guess what? Everybody can't drive. You know what I mean? Like physically they can drive. Sure. Everybody got to work today. Right. It doesn't mean they got there. They got there in a a Nissan Century, not in a $750,000, 34 foot long uh, death mobile. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, you, you have, you have to have that type thing and that honesty with yourself, you know, is saying like, I can't do this. You know, I'm not perfect. It it all starts there. You know, you have so much to learn. I think that's another thing that attracts this whole field to, to the people that are, are in it for the right reasons, at least is the fact that you're always learning, you know, everything is going to be different. And I know for me, I love it. You know, I love that challenge. I love the mental end of it, which again, and I don't know, maybe it's because we're older now because we are kind of older. We're not old, but we're older. Right. You know, it's hard to see it when you're young. You know, it was definitely hard for me to see it when I was young. And it sounds like it's the same thing for you. Yeah, man. Um, I mean, humility. Except- right. Yeah. Under unpacking humility, like it really takes something in your younger years and it's OK. But even if you're a hard charging, you know, 21 year old kid who's, you know, striving to be the best fireman they can be, how do you do it? Well, you be honest with yourself. <laughs> you look at like, <laughs> yeah. you look at where you're good and that's okay. And you can be okay being like, Hey, I'm, I'm physically fit. Like I work out every day. I take care of myself. I eat well. So I'm good. You know what I mean? Sure. I can always be better, but like I, that's a practice of my life. So cool. Maybe I don't, you know, where are my gaps? What do I need to learn? Where can I stretch myself a little bit? You know, and yeah. and if we're looking at ourselves going, I mean, I really should have been able to look at myself years ago and been like, OK. One, what is the possibility of me being the guy who goes down, right? The line of duty death who goes down from a heart attack, you know, during incident or post. Right. I mean, that's like, am I really that guy or not? Am I am I doing the things that the community expects me to do. Can I do the things the community expects me to do? Can I do the things the guys or the team or the crew expects me to do? Can I do the things my partner expects me to do? Can I do the things my family expects me to do? Like, just ask yourself those questions and be honest. Because the honesty part is key. (laughs) Dude, there's a no in there. I promise you there's a no in there. 
because we all have it. I have it today. There's still no's, you know, and it's like, okay, let's go to work. And the no's are totally okay. Yeah, seriously. Like it's, it's, can I reach the things on the top shelf? No, (laughs) No. I know I can't reach the things, but do I still try and stand on my tippy toes sometimes? Sure. Of course I do, but that's mostly because I'm lazy and don't want to go get the step stool. But you know, knowing those things and and listen, we could joke about it because I'm, I'm short, but knowing those, those shortcomings and admitting them, you know, even with that, that 21 year old hard charger. Yeah, man. Pick up that two inch line and bring a hundred foot of it back to the back of the building because I can do it, but you're probably going to do it faster than I am. Yeah. And I have something else that I could be doing that you can't do. Yes. Right. If I'm stretching that line to the back of the building and you're standing there staring at me or you're, you're going to take the next length. Well, you're not doing what I would be doing in that instance. You know, I would be trying to size up what's happening in the back because you don't have that knowledge base. Mm-hmm. Um, so at whatever stage we're at, knowing the fact that they are not perfect at everything and that we can always be getting better and to utilize people for what they are good at and maybe not for what they aren't good at is the way to go. And it all ticks back to that mindset stuff. It does, dude. People ask me all the time. They're like, how do I build this mindset? How do I do this? Well, okay. Step one, be honest with yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what are your gaps? They're like, and they're often like, no, that's not what I want. No. Like, what do I tell myself? I, what do you God, mean? What do you like, tell yourself? I, tell yourself whatever you want to tell yourself. I don't give a shit. The question is, are you honest with yourself? That's the deal. Like, like that's where I think that that the world of mindset has done a big disservice in a lot of ways. There's a lot of shit out there that's, that I really pains me to see, frustrates me, and sometimes just point blank pisses me off because mindset is a way of being, right? There is action to it. It is not just what you think in your head. And so if I'm being a certain way, then I am taking certain actions, period. You know, like... Like if you are living the idea better than yesterday, right? If you are living that, if that is a core tenet of you and your life and your belief system, then what are you doing today that equals that, right? I mean, that's mindset. That could be the smallest thing. It could be the smallest thing. I don't care. Walk an extra 100 feet today. Well, I went 100 feet more than I did yesterday. So I'm better than yesterday. Cool. Awesome. Yes. You know, I mean, you win. High five. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Get yourself a present. Just don't make it a cookie. Uh, You know, (laughs) (laughs) maybe one cookie. One cookie is okay. It's 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 when you buy the the pack of Oreos at the grocery store and you and your entire ladder company eat the entire pack before you get home back to the firehouse. Dude, I will. I will. I will. You want to you want to hear a big tell on myself you want to hear a big one i mean this is this will gross you out because it kind of (laughs) actually makes my stomach (laughs) turn a little bit when i was in emt school for the you know for the first time i think i had to because i did my military service i had to repeat emt like three times i mean get it get recertified yeah get recertified three times god god forbid forbid they let you go in the military and like freeze it so you can come back and just be an emt yeah no 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 so uh I, the first time when I was a kid, I mean, I was still in high school, uh, going to EMT school, I would stop by Dunkin' Donuts every Saturday morning and get a dozen donuts <laughs> and eat them. 
Oh. Uh, I'm saying this quietly, like oh. somebody can't hear me in the yeah, other room. Like nobody's gonna hear you. <laughs> no one on the podcast heard that but me because you whispered it right now. <laughs> That's freaking hilarious, man. Oh my Dude, god. Dude, I would I told my wife that one day she her jaw about dropped. She was like, Yeah, Daddy, like, what? what are you doing? Holy cow. <laughs> and it was 20 plus years ago. It, yeah, like, I mean, you're doing? probably talking that's almost 30 years ago now. I mean, I was 16, probably 16 or 17, right in that age bracket. So, dude, I mean, the damage I did to myself was uh, talk about a self-inflicted wound. Yeah, man. Oh my I mean, uh, but there are people that like that was I don't know. I don't even know what was. And it's not like I brought him for the class and had one. No, man. <laughs> no I just ate him in the car. <laughs> Never mind. Dude, I sat in the corner like, ah. yeah, dude. I mean, no wonder oh why I wake God. up and I'm like, OK, well, I'm overweight. And, you know, I can't run the mile and a half in under 13 minutes and I'm not doing these things. It's like, shit. Uh, and unfortunately it took me a long time to realize that stuff. Right. Uh, and still every day it's like, okay, it's, it's work. Like put it in there, be better than yesterday. What can I do today that puts me in the conditions that I need to be in? And I'm better than yesterday. Like that is the underpinning of it because yeah, man, I mean, and, and, and every day it's not going to happen. It's like I said no. before, you know, it's not all daisies nope. and unicorns and rainbows and yep. There, there's setbacks. I mean, even for me, like moving, when I moved, it was a huge setback to my personal fitness, to the businesses that I was running or yep. helping to run because I was invested so much in getting this new house set up for my family and excuses pile up. You know yeah. what I mean? And that, that's, that's what we, two, two days ago when I worked, we talked about this. You know, it's that I'm not going to work out today. I'll do it tomorrow. Then tomorrow comes and you sleep through your alarm and the day starts and then another excuse starts and the phone rings and whatever. And then you don't work out two days in a row. Then it becomes three, three becomes four, four becomes a week. And I mean, for me personally, a week of no fitness and I'm like going to kill somebody. Like I'm a like psychotic person. Yeah. Um, but those days add up, you know, for me, three days in a row is too much. I can feel it in my body where I'm like, hundred burpees. Let's go, you know, because you just have to do something. And for you, that may be 20 burpees, but Hey, you did 20 burpees and you didn't do them yesterday. Yeah. You know, like you, you always have to look I, at that. I way. think that's a, and, I, you know, yeah, man, I like that. Right. So the, the mental attitude around, around that particular thing around being better than yesterday is what was yesterday. If I did nothing yesterday. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then I've got to be better than yesterday. So I'm good. Low. I'm good. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I did the, a burpee. High fives. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know what? I'd rather you do a burpee than none. I mean, so and I, and I say that facetiously in some ways, but in reality, right? Because I think I, I know I've fallen in the trap. It's like you just said, we get occupied, we get busy. Okay. I missed my stuff yesterday or, you know, I did my skinny snack and went to McDonald's yesterday. Like things went off the rails yesterday for me. Okay, cool. Fine. No judgment around it. And today, how am I better than yesterday? Right. So it's not like last week. It's not like I was something at one point in my life. There's not a whole lot to it. I think I like it, man. I, I dig it. That's uh, it, man. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it can be just that simple. That's yeah. an easy way to put it, you know, in, in a big, longer topic that, you know, if you had Jeff and Pip for hours in front of you in a classroom, you know, we could deep dive into all those topics. You know, I'm, I'm fortunate 
that the state of New Jersey is letting me do that uh, with a day long class. Yeah. Um, where we still only graze the surface, but we deep dive and we, we talk about things like this because it, it really comes down to being that simple. And I watch, you know how when you instruct and you see the light bulbs turning oh, off yeah, in man. people's faces? Absolutely. Or the people looking at the, their friend and like nodding their head like, yeah, that's me. Or like, oh, it is that easy. It, it, it's just unreal. And, and that again, that drives me to be like, I got to go, you know, like yeah. um, on the day, a, a full day lecture, you know, I have travel in the morning to get there. Then I lecture a full day. We uh, finish that class, particular class with a group workout, a body weight workout. Yep. Um, and I try to jump in on the workout. You know, I'm, I'm trying to coach people too to make sure their movements are good. Sure. But I try to jump in and I tell everybody, I'm like, guys, that's probably my workout for today. Yeah. Because by the time I drive home, it's dinner time with the kids, some time with the kids. You know, uh, recently, Mrs. Pip and I have been we're back to working out together, which we haven't done in many years. So this is a new thing. Yeah. <laughs> and we're, we're doing it again tonight, too. So we've managed Good. to only yell at each other for like two or three times during the workout or so in an improper way. Nice. Um, but that's a whole different story. But, but again, like on, on nights like that, like I wasn't working out at night, you know, I'd be working out right now was my normal workout time. So those days that was an excuse, Yeah. you know, but I knew I got it in with them just a little bit and yep. that's a key, you know, so little bits, little bit here, a little bit there and, and you're good to go both mentally and physically. I yeah. Hey, listen, I want to, before we close out today's show, I want to track back to something we started to talk about on Monday. Uh, and I think it's important. And I just want to, you know, I always, I think sharing real experience with each other is really one of the ways we grow and learn and, and can be better for what may happen in our own lives. And so you were sharing on Monday about coming back. Uh, to the firehouse, you guys were in the first shift after a line of duty death. You, you know, you'd gotten a couple weeks off. Can we can we talk about that for a minute? Can we talk just the last few minutes of the podcast here about that transition, about you know, uh, making that that recovery in a way? Uh, yeah, after for sure. a loss. Yeah, um, can you kind of give us the rundown? It was, it, it was way bigger than me. Yeah. You know, I had uh, I only had one a little over one year on the job when when we lost. Uh, uh, Deputy Chief DeHearn, uh, but I'd known him and his family my entire life because I a, a, was a second-generation firefighter in New Brunswick, mm-hmm. um, and, and he was killed at a fire um, trying to warn residents on a second floor. Uh, he had a very small fire on the first floor. Uh, he had no turnout gear on and ran up to the second floor to bang on some doors, and what he didn't see was on the backside of the small rubbish fire was a propane tank, mm. um, and the propane tank did what it was supposed to do you know, the pressure relief valve went, but it filled the stairwell he was in with propane and fire. Mm. Um, so that was the first line of duty death in my department in, I mean, I couldn't even tell you, you know, yeah. 70 years, maybe, yeah. maybe more than that. So no one in my department, we had not dealt with that in our department. We dealt with it in neighboring departments, but not ours. So right. it hit my department really hard, especially when it's a deputy chief you know, who had been on the job for 24 years at the time, 23 years. Um, so it hit us hard. You know, we, we shut down for primarily had other people responding for us during the funeral and the wake and, and that whole thing. Um, and then we had to come back to work and it was definitely not easy. Um, 
especially being a younger guy, you know, the, the senior guys were, were shook, you know, and, and, and right, they should be and right. Sure. Anybody should be. Um, but you saw a certain camaraderie, um, come out of our department and we were able to, 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 to come back from it for sure. Yeah. Um, and to learn from it, um, and to take as many positives away as you can from an incident like that happening. Um, that, that first shift back was very, very strange, you know, because we had to, we took down the makeshift memorial in front of the firehouse, Mm -hmm. you know, because someone in a leadership position said, okay, that's enough of this. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're, we don't need to see this every day we come to work. Yeah. You know, we, we, we dealt with those types of things and, and, at the time, I was really young on the job, so I was just going along with the flow. But right. you could definitely feel it. You know, you could feel that change in things. Um, and it's one of those things, too. People people use the words like ne- never forget, especially tied into like a 9-11 type incident. Sure. Um, and I'm, I'm not dissuading anything like that. But for the people who actually have a loss within their department or are at a scene where something like that occurs, you know, whether you're, you're a mutual aid or whatever – it's a different type of uh, feeling for us, you know, sure. and saying for us. Oh yeah, because um, you so, can't. You can't. You've you've yeah, you've experienced you it. Living, yeah, just, yeah. I mean, and we, I think we drive by that house. I drive by that house every day. Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's a couple blocks from the firehouse. You know, mm. and it's totally different now. I mean, we're uh, fifteen years mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. of the incident. I think maybe I'm, I'm so bad with dates, but. Um, I think 15, it'll be 15 years this September. Wow. Um, so, and, and, you know, we were able to help start a foundation and raise a lot of money in his name and, and things like that to, to help out uh, burnt children, um, which was a good way to keep his memory alive. You know, it's, it's random that we brought this up too, because his daughter just sent me a picture. Um, her son just turned 18 and got a, uh, a surfboard and a Maltese cross because Jimmy D was a big surfer. Yeah. Uh, tattooed on his shin. Oh, nice. And uh, it, it and weird that we're talking about this today. It's kind of how those cosmos align. Dude, totally. One hundred percent. Karma and things. Yep. But yeah, two two days ago she sent me that asking like for tattoo healing advice, because I guess I have a lot of tattoos and people ask me that question. But here we are, you know. Didn't again, didn't plan on bringing it up, but that that's it. You know, and that that's um it's how you come back. Because yes. it, it would be very easy for all of us to have crawled up in a hole and you know, I'm not saying that first day back we were out training or, you know, doing anything. No, too crazy, man. I mean, but... you give yourself the grace to to move through, you know, the loss and what goes on with it. And, you know, recognize that it, it goes, listen, it kind of. You can't lose commitment in in things that happen in the circumstances that play out in our lives. You can't then lose commitment because shit's going to happen. Right. Constantly yep. in, in all kinds of ways. You're going to fight with your wife. You're going to you might get divorced. You might break up for a while. Things are going to happen. Somebody's going to be in a car accident. Shit's going to happen like life is going to occur. And I think what what brings people back. Effectively is is that that unwavering commitment that's still there. Right. It's not like it's and then I'm not using it to power over anything. Experience what you need to experience. We got a job to do, you know, and you got people yeah. that have expectations of you and, you know, and then when you're able to look at stuff and say, you know, crap, any one of us would have probably done the exact same thing in those shoes. 
right? Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a crazy and a, and a big a big a big realization was he was wrong. <laughs> what he did, oh yeah, was absolutely was right? wrong, absolutely. But, but and everyone, everyone would have done it. <laughs> would have done the same thing. You know what I mean? Like you would yep. have done the same thing. You know, this was it was it was that 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 perfect uh, circle circumstance of just yeah. whole. This was bad. You know what I yeah. mean? And it makes you think. It makes you take a step back. And maybe it would make me in a situation like that look a little bit more carefully this time because it is something that I know could happen now. Um, you know, I, I tell you one thing for a fact. In the past fifteen years, I can't tell you how many propane tanks I've taken out of houses. Yeah. And structures and churches. We just took one. We just had a crew take, I think it wasn't one. It was like seven out of a church basement because they were having like a barbecue, like a big festival yeah. over on the weekend. And so they were all the stored downstairs. Like a, yeah. On like a Wednesday. And I guess people, you know, they were bringing in their, their propane tanks from home. So they wouldn't run out for the grill. And they threw them in the basement of the church. Ugh. Seven propane tanks or six. I, I, the number is that high. I don't, I'm not going to be exact here. Yeah. Because I, I pulled into work and I'm like, what are we like? Because they, they stuck them all in the back of the firehouse because we couldn't get into where we lock them up the night before. Right. Uh, and I'm like, what are we like? What do we just buy a bunch of propane tanks? And they told me that story. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, so there, there you take a negative turn into a positive. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, More I think mindset. it is right. It is. It's reading the conditions. It's being available. It's knowing that, you know, if you're in this world, there are people that aren't the brightest out there, uh, you know, and <laughs> job security. Well, and somebody's making a decision that they think is right. You know what I mean? They're like, yep. where, yeah, do, we, where are, do we put this? Yeah. yeah, totally in the right in their mind. And, you know, something that that could, you know, result in a really catastrophic event later in life. So. Crazy, crazy. Well, dude, I got to tell you, man, it's, I'm going to give you a quick second because I want to know I won't do it justice. Give me the give me the 30 second one minute spin on 555 Fitness. Talk to me. It's hard to say, right? It's a not for profit. You know, you said it before. We look to motivate and inspire emergency services providers to, to lead a healthier lifestyle. Mm -hmm. um, we also have a fitness equipment grant program um, that offers fitness equipment to career volunteer uh, fire departments, EMS departments, and police departments around the country. Nice. Uh, six years, we've given away over $54,000 worth of functional fitness equipment to fire departments. Very nice. Um, Very and, nice. and EMS departments. We've yet to find a, a police department yet that wants to apply, but that's a, it's a different beast, I guess. It's a different beast. Yeah, um, totally. It's a different, different beast. It's a different sure. model. And they do things a little different. And they do things yep. well, 100%. Well, and that's, and so what's that? That's at 555fitness.org. 555fitness.org. Okay, We're cool. On Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yep. Um, we also have a free downloadable fitness app that gives you two free workouts every day. Um, just trying to take that excuse away. Like, oh, I don't know yeah. what to do today. Well, there's a 100% body weight workout on the 555 app that you can look up and do. There you go. There you go. Better than yesterday, right? That's it. That's it, That's dude. it, man. That is totally it. It's 100% it. All right, dude. Well, then I will make sure all your stuff is up in the show notes. Uh, back Sweet. behind. Yeah, man. And thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. I think really good conversation. I think that that's the... It's good to talk with people from the worlds because you know we get down to it's not theoretical it's like here's the reality of life 
And this is where this is it, man. Yeah. Yeah. This is where mindset matters. <laughs> that's, that's what I do. Yeah. What I do when I go to work, when I do all this other stuff, things that have happened, like it's, you know, the cosmos aligned and it's how I met you and learned more. I've learned more about mindset from you than anyone else I have. And, and we've only known each other for a little around a year, let's say. Yeah. But just the, the things that I've changed from, from listening to what you've talked about or we've even discussed. I don't even want to say I learned it from you because you no. are smart at floating that topic out there and getting other people to talk about it. Which is Dude, cool. I can't teach you. I can't, I can't teach you shit. All I can do is like bring something out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah no, that, that's, I, that, that's it, man. Dude. Yeah. I, that's why I love, that's why I love what I get to do. It's, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. So, all right. So thanks again. We're going to, going to wrap up your Wednesday <laughs> afternoon episode and I can't talk this morning. So it's just what you're going to have to deal with. Uh, do me a favor. Sweet. Yeah, totally. Check out outmindset.com uh, backslash mindset radio. All the show notes today will be up from Pip. I'm going to twist his arm a little bit, maybe get him to give us something that I can put up in there. Uh, so you'll want to swing by the website, check out the show notes, see what kind of presents and gifts might be available to you. And other than that, we will talk to you on Monday. All right. So listen up. I really hope you enjoyed today's show and got some goodness from it because it was a great conversation with Pip and there was a lot of important things. Really, the topper for me, just be better today than you were yesterday. So listen, make sure you swing by, check out the show notes, opmindset.com backslash mindset radio. While you're on the site, jump in, join my free 30-day operational mindset program. Send you an email every day, cool topic about a minute read well worth it make sure you get in there and check out opmindset.org the foundation is up and running if you're listening to this you want to bring some good training and programs to your department get in sign up for the grants uh, apply today and we'll be in touch so again thanks for listening don't forget subscribe download rate review do all that good shit take care of us and give us some feedback send me a note what do you like what do you don't like what do you want to hear who do you want to hear always open for it. So again, thanks for listening and we'll talk to you soon.